At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Friday, October 20th edition of VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. Glad to be with you as we've got both series in action here for today. Rangers and Astros get us started with a Game 1 rematch. Justin Verlander, Jordan Montgomery in that one. And then Game 4 between the Diamondbacks and the Phillies as we've got the Diamondbacks back into that series a little bit. We'll talk about that. Updated series prices, both games, and a whole lot more on today's edition of the show. Before I get into that, I want to remind you over at vcin.com, our 2023 college basketball betting guide coming out on Monday. Final edits being made for that. We'll take the weekend, look over the proof, make sure everything looks good, and then we'll release that to you either late Sunday night or early Monday morning. College basketball season begins two weeks from Monday. So a lot of time to digest that guide. Conference previews, who could be this year's Florida Atlantic, the Wooden Award, Matt Eumann's Top 25, all kinds of great stuff in that college basketball publication. So it'll come out on Monday over at vcin.com. But get a subscription for all the other reasons as well. Lots of NFL and college football content, all Major League Baseball throughout the playoffs. I've got daily write-ups, series previews, all those kinds of things. Also, NBA season beginning on Tuesday. Jonathan Von Tobel, Zach Cohen doing best bets and player props for us on a daily basis over there at the website. So now is the time. Sign up with a VSIN Pro subscription. Take advantage of that summer or that uh, sports equinox offer. 120 bucks gets you through May 1st over at vcin.com. So head over there to vcin.com slash subscribe. All right, two games on the board here for tonight. We start in the American League because that's where the games start tonight. Justin Verlander, Jordan Montgomery in this one. Game five series tied at 2-2. So we are now in a best of three sprint to see who will win the American League. As I mentioned, Verlander and Montgomery here as we run back game one of the series. And by the way, the Astros now a dollar thirty-five favorite to win the series. Rangers plus one fifteen. It's a pretty interesting line given that you've got Texas a slight favorite here today. And also given that you still have a Framber Valdez start to come, and he's looked very bad here in his two postseason outings. So 
Maybe a little bit of a surprise. The Astros are minus 135 over there at DraftKings, especially being an underdog in today's game. So we got Verlander here, good in game one, but didn't get any run support. He went six and two-thirds, two runs allowed on six hits, only struck out five, walked a couple. Didn't really have his best stuff in that start, and a lot was made on social media of how long it took him to get some swings and misses in that outing. So the stuff not necessarily all that explosive, but Verlander's only allowed those two runs on 10 hits here in 12 and two-thirds throughout the postseason. 11 strikeouts for him against, I believe, five walks. Look, the strikeout thing was an issue during the regular season as well, but Verlander still finishing the regular season, 322 ERA, 385 FIP, and 162 and a third innings pitched. Only 144 strikeouts, lowest strikeout percentage since 2014. But look, he's still a very savvy, crafty guy. He's still got that big curveball in his back pocket, just knows how to pitch. And honestly, the thing about the Rangers here in this series is, you know, they've had a lot of run scoring chances throughout the postseason, and they have scored a few runs here over the last couple of games, but mostly just coming from the long ball. They're not really sustaining rallies. They're not getting guys in scoring position here. It's just one of those things where, you know, the variance of the playoffs has kind of caught up a little bit with Texas. I think visitors in this series are 4-0. and Houston scored 18 runs the last two games, and Texas has scored a lot of their runs here with home runs over the last couple of games. In the last two games, the Astros 26 at-bats with a runner in scoring position. The Rangers have six. So we'll see what happens here against Verlander, who's typically a pretty stingy guy. He will give up the long ball because he throws a lot of strikes and he tilts more towards the fly ball side. But if the Rangers aren't hitting home runs off of him today, it seems like it could be another difficult day for the offense, especially because, as I mentioned, they're not generating those chances with runners in scoring position. As far as Jordan Montgomery goes, two good starts, one bad start for him in the playoffs, and the two good starts were really, really good. Six and a third shutout innings in game one, scattered five hits and a walk, six strikeouts for him. Also really good with seven shutout innings in his game one start against the Rays. But in game two against the Orioles, gave up five runs on nine hits, was staked to a really, really big lead. Maybe he just kind of lost his focus a little bit in that game. But I'll say this, you know, I was concerned about Texas going into this series. I wanted to take Texas with a series price going into game two as opposed to game one because you've got that lefty in Montgomery and the Astros have hit lefties very well throughout the course of the season. As we know, Montgomery was good, 320 ERA, 404 expected, 356 FIP, 188 and two-thirds. As I mentioned, he's had those two good starts here in the playoffs. But I don't know if I love him facing this Astros lineup that's really gotten things going at the top of the order. And also the Rangers' bullpen has been a little bit shaky here as well. Now, in a game like this, you won't see the Dane Dunnings and the John Grays and the Martin Perez's of the world. So, you know, they will be able to deploy their higher leverage relievers, but even those guys have been a little bit shaky here at times as well. Chapman gave up the home run to Alvarez in game two. Uh, will Smith has had a couple of, you know, one good outing, one rocky outing. So it is one of those things where I just think that the Astros, you know, at this point in time, Houston's been through this. You know, the, the pressure of the playoffs is not something that's new to them. It is the Texas. They're being challenged for the first time here this postseason because, you know, they had won seven games in a row up until losing these last two games here at home. And I think, you know, Montgomery facing this Astros lineup for a second time, the Rangers having some issues generating run scoring opportunities. I think Houston's worth it tonight as a slight underdog here at minus 105. Nothing against Montgomery, nothing necessarily against the Rangers. I, I just think that 
you know, there's a little bit of line equity, and I think that you know Verlander is going to go out there and pitch well, and I think Montgomery could struggle some because you know the the one thing here about the Rangers in this series is, as I mentioned, over the last two games, a lot of their runs scoring via the home run. And remember, they only scored two runs in game one as well. So, you know, they did knock around Framber Valdez. But other than that, just, the, you know, a few mistakes they've hit out of the ballpark. They're not really sustaining these run scoring opportunities. And the Astros are, at least, you know, over the last couple of games here. So you kind of ride that wave. I think the pressure has swung back on Texas at this point in time. And I'm curious to see how they handle it. But I think Houston minus 105 worth a play here today in game five. Let's take a short break. We'll come right back on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, we're back on VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, five-star reviews. Very much appreciated for this and all of the shows here in our VEASAN family of podcasts. So the full breakdown there of the Astros and Rangers. Let's take a look at the Phillies and the Diamondbacks here as the Phillies $1.35 favorite in this game, total of nine and a half. Despite the loss last night, Philadelphia still minus 340 to advance in this series here. And this, I will tell you right off the top and, and maybe kind of a spoiler alert here. This is a very, very difficult handicap. Christopher Sanchez gets the call here for the Phillies. 
Arizona will open with Joe Mantiply, whose job is to get Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Harper out as a left-handed pitcher. And then after that, I honestly have no idea what Arizona is going to end up doing in this game. So let's talk about the options here. First of all, we look at Mantiply, who gets the start, didn't pitch well in his relief appearance earlier in the series, gave up three runs on, I believe, just two-thirds of an inning. But Mantiply is a lefty, and he's been good against lefties throughout the course of the season here. And that's why he's getting this start. Lefties hit 185 with a 209 on base, 231 slugging, a 195 Woba in 67 plate appearances. So that's the plan. Go out there, get Kyle Schwarber out, get Bryce Harper out, and we'll go from there. Now, going from there, what does that entail? Well, to me, I think that Slade Ciccone will be the guy who winds up falling Mantiply here through 14 pitches on Tuesday in relief. 433 ERA, 467 expected, 437 FIP in 27 MLB innings. Did have a 611 ERA with a 569 FIP in AAA. Most ballparks in AAA are not good pitchers' parks. They are very, very difficult places to pitch in. So kind of give guys a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt in that situation because Ryan Nelson is the other option here, I think. And he had a 531 ERA, 530 expected. 507 FIP and 144 innings at the major league level during the regular season. He allowed a couple of runs in his only appearance of the series, but I think it's one or the other, Ciccone or Nelson here in this situation for the Diamondbacks following Joe Mantiply. Now, in theory, Tori Lavolo, who's done a really good job this postseason managing, leveraging his relievers, making decisions, all of that. In theory, they could go with another reliever back-to-back and kind of try to extend the game out a little bit more before going to those bulk guys? I don't know. I think it's a very difficult thing to try and figure out here from a handicapping standpoint, and also just a difficult thing to try to figure out as a baseball fan, because I like trying to get in the heads of these managers and these decision makers in the postseason, and I don't know what Tori Lavolo is going to do. And a game like this really illustrates the importance of rotation depth once you get to the playoffs. Because when you look at things from a Philadelphia standpoint, Christopher Sanchez has thrown one inning since September 24th, and it did not happen in the playoffs. It was one inning on September 30th against the Mets. So the Phillies have decided here that they would rather use Sanchez than a Taiwan Walker or a Michael Lorenzen, who are both on the playoff roster for Philadelphia here. When you look at, you know, what the Diamondbacks did or I guess didn't do against Ranger Suarez last night. Maybe that's the thought process. Maybe the Phillies decided, you know what, we'll run it back, use another lefty here in Sanchez. That's something that I guess kind of crossed their minds a little bit. Maybe this was the plan all along. I'm not sure. But the 26-year-old Sanchez did have really good regular season numbers, which, you know, Taiwan Walker's numbers weren't great, and Michael Lorenzen was very bad down the stretch. So Sanchez, 344 ERA, 377 expected, 399 FIP. But again, he hasn't thrown in a game since September 30th. So what are we realistically asking for here? 40 or 50 pitches, something like that, maybe going two, three, four innings. And this is a scenario where, you know, tomorrow in game five, you're going to get Zach Gallon and Zach Wheeler. And both of these bullpens may have to shoulder a pretty heavy load. And a lot of the primary relievers were used yesterday for both of these teams as well. So not only is this game in a vacuum tonight very important, but also the contributions that you get from the multi-inning pitchers in tonight's game become very important tomorrow 
Because if for whatever reason you get a bad start from Wheeler or you get a bad start from Gallon, you know, then all of a sudden your bullpen's going to get exposed a little bit. Also, we may have some of those high leverage guys working three straight days. So a lot of things to think about going into tomorrow's game, but so many things to think about in today's game as well. And it's just it's too hard to make a bet in this situation because I don't know what the order of operations will be in terms of the pitchers following Mantiply and Sanchez. Now, I do think that Sanchez would have a better shot against the Diamondbacks than a Nelson or a Ciccone will against the Phillies. So I do think there's a chance that the Phillies are able to get a lead in this game. With that being said, I don't want to lay a dollar thirty-five here or even a dollar thirty or any of the numbers that are out there because I just don't know how this game is going to play out once we get through the starters. So no play for me in this game. I think it's the ultimate chess match. I'm really curious to see how both managers leverage their guys, but nothing for me here. I think this is way too difficult of a game to try and come to a conclusion on because it's just going to be a parade of pitchers coming out of that bullpen. And we'll just have to see who is more effective overall as a pitching staff. But the one thing I will say here is, you know, good for Arizona for winning that game yesterday. They had to win that game. That was pretty much a must win in my estimation. But they're still not scoring here. You know, I mean, they only scored five runs here in three games throughout the course of the series. The Phillies did get shut down yesterday with one run on three hits, and and Brandon Fott was terrific, by the way. But the Diamondbacks aren't scoring, and it's very hard to hold this Phillies team to one run on three hits on a regular basis to be able to win ballgames. So in that respect, I could see the justification for taking Philadelphia here, but I think with just way too many unknowns, way too many guys that have to do their jobs, this is just too challenging of a handicap for me to make a play. So no play on the late game, but I do like the Astros in game five there against the Rangers. As I said, we're doing the show seven days a week here throughout the course of the Major League Baseball playoffs, articles on game days and series previews. So the next series preview, the last series preview will be for the World Series whenever we know that matchup. But I'll be back again tomorrow with another podcast and Sunday and Monday and on until we are done with the Major League playoffs. So that'll do it for me. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and I'll be back again tomorrow with another edition of VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.